0: Welcome once again to Gaming Gumbo, it is Saturday, it is 7pm Eastern, that means here on Ready Check Radio, we're live, twitch.tv slash Ready Check Radio, come on over, join us sometime, tell you what, I'll make it nice and easy for you, if you're watching on the website or on YouTube, uh, or listening on Spotify, head on over to the website, upper right hand corner, all the socials, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, all of it's Spotify, it's all there, click on it. Sub, turn on those notifications, tell your friends, follow, all that stuff. Feed the algorithms, help us out, help us grow. If you like what we do here, it's the easiest and fastest way to support us, and it just happens to be the cheapest as well. Saturday, we always wrap up the week in gaming with some of our favorite news stories across the board. Joining me, Mike Byrne, to go through all of it is Mr. Jason Winter. Things have changed. You've got stuff in the background. I like it. I got everyone who's complained
1: about me having stuff in the background. I, Stop. I love it.
0: You have it's a car trophy. You have
1: a car I, I, I trophy. Yeah, that That's I not would, just gonna be a pre show story. I the would one, like you
0: know. to know how you won said card trophy. What is so what is that, is, is that is, first place? What'd you get?
1: Not quite first place.
0: Okay, so second. Okay, third.
1: Yeah, okay. It was it was third place. Okay, all
0: right. Well that's still good though. Like if I go to a big, you know, Crystal Cup and I come in third, that's hot shit.
1: Okay. Yeah, it was it was third place in the nineteen ninety-three Car Wars Racing Championship. Oh wow. Where Gen Con that year. It's pretty Look cool. at you. My first Gen Con. And also for what it's worth. There's a photo of me holding that trophy in Pyramid Number Three, the old Steve Jackson Games magazine. That is my first ever appearance in a magazine, my first ever photo. In a Damn, magazine. Wow. you rocked at that game! Yeah, I was I was amazing. I, I was awesome, and I played well, and I had a good strategy. And it wasn't totally just because there were five people in the tournament and two of them hated each other, so they took each other out. Oh, that's not why I got third place, not at all. <laughs> oh, no, 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 that, it definitely is not. That doesn't have
0: anything to do with it. No. No. That's such a great story. I love that story. <laughs> I'm going to tell my kids that story. Just be like, that, that was me. You're going to tell
1: your grandkids that story. 20 years, you're going to tell your grandkids yep, that story.
0: I am. I am. Also on the line, Mr. Evil himself with his kitty again. <laughs> What's up, resident artist of Ready Jack Radio, Yod?
2: You know, the usual cat in the lap not letting me work that type of thing oh you
0: know you know yod (laughs) prepping some interesting stuff for those of you that don't know we did we did uh give uh and Kronos the week off this week they had gone on like a nine or ten week tear and i always try and give you know all the hosts of the show a week off here and there so because everybody's a volunteer and i appreciate it and i want it to be fun to do not feel like a job so gave them off this past thursday there was no relic grind but the condition of that was that now next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio, the two of them and a third guest host uh, will be competing in Final Fantasy Jeopardy uh, on the Relic Grind. So they tune did, in. They a
1: week to prepare. Yeah.
0: yeah, they got a week to prepare. I mean, they yeah. don't see the questions. Only I see that. But study up, gents. Study up. Join us Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Relic Grind for that uh this week but in the world of just gaming this news hey let's start off with the usual usual uh man fuck blizzard oh geez <laughs> Where, where's my booze yeah get your booze out <laughs> real quick because it's just man fuck blizzard uh all right I, I don't think i can say that anymore and still put abbreviated uh language <laughs> on my youtube rating so i think we'll stop there on okay. what what blizzard ah. can go do but it's been a little bit of an actually interesting legal week, Jason, if you're following all the the allegations. And we talked on the show previously about now the DFEH in California is having a little bit of a spat with the EEOC. Oh. Uh, and because, you know, lawyers were working on one thing, then went to another uh, DFEH and are opposing it. And that you really can't do that ethically. So, uh, of course, expect Blizzard to kind of try to put fuel on that fire, right? And take yeah, advantage they're... of the the situation, the confusion between these two governmental bodies. And we had a little bit of that this week.
1: DFEH is confused. It hurt itself in the confusion.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah, because of the supposed conflict of interest that it sees prop up, Activision Blizzard wants to uh, pause the Craftsman case while that's all taken care of. So obviously they want... The, basically, they want the other two to fight. They're, they want their two enemies to fight so they can come out on top.
0: Yeah, it's kind of right. like the enemy of my enemy is my friend <laughs> you know, right yes, now. Oh, Blizzard bet. is like, you know what? $18 million for the EEOC kind of feels worth it right now. Kind of feels worth mm-hmm. it right now. So, yeah, they're challenging a, quite a number of things here, not just trying to get the case tossed, which they'll always be able or always be trying to do uh, throughout this whole process no matter what happened. But they did try to appeal for a new venue. Ironically, there on that, that front, though, the DFEH also agreed that this should probably be moved to a new venue. So the parties did come to terms on that portion, Uh, but Blizzard right. also yawned, now accusing the DFEH of destroying evidence, something Dejection that the, much? something that the DFEH <laughs> had previously accused Blizzard of doing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, we see this a lot in a lot of these things where once. Uh there's a chink in the other side's armor that's coming at you. They try to go after him for other things. And, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, they did the whole thing where they hired on the the lawyers that they shouldn't have. Granted, that was a bad choice. Destroying documents yourself when you're accusing the other person of destroying documents is... No. I, I don't see it. Especially now with the with the D H uh, E F, yeah, it, it's.
0: I I tell you what, I really wouldn't want to be the judge though, because now the judge no. has to decide, Jason. You know, basically Blizzard's asking them to decide which case is more important and needs to be held first. Uh, the D F E H okay. against the E E O C and their complaints back and forth, or the investigation uh, from the D F E H into Blizzard, and, and Blizzard, of course on its own side has been saying publicly that, you know, we're going to make changes, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this, and in all of this, we're doing this, they have never once actually acknowledged, let alone publicly done anything, in response to the kind of employee demands letter that was put together Mm -hmm. uh, about uh, canceling forced arbitration and some uh, other policy changes they want as well. But Blizzard was quick to point out that this week that they fired 20 employees and reprimanded another 20 more in response to their own internal investigations into all these sexual harassment and discrimination sh- suits. And they kind of left the line, yeah, right? We, the SEC, that's going to be the one that matters, Mad Martha, at the end of this. That's going to be the one that mm-hmm. matters, uh, if any of them matter. You know, Rich people tend to get away with stuff, so we'll see. But yeah, the SEC, I think, is the one they're a little more scared of right now. Um, they did go ahead and paint, paint this line. Hey, we got rid of people that in our investigations, Jason, they were, I don't want to say serial offenders, but let's say repeat offenders. Uh, the people that they put on reprimand or put on notice were, you know, people that maybe did one thing in their history. There was a complaint filed. There was an investigation into it, but there wasn't a pattern of the, that behavior. So they reprimanded them with the the hopes of going forward, you're not going to do this again. Getting to make the announcement was Activision's chief compliance officer Francis Townsend, who I took the liberty on the MMO bomb article to go ahead and put an editor's note on that, saying I have you know she's inexplicably still at Activision. I have no idea why this woman is still there. Uh, it amazes Wasn't me. Wasn't she one of the
2: people me. named in the case? No no, no,
0: no, 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 no. But she's the one that immediately sent out those That's everything right. is false emails. Uh that, right, right. That, that pissed off all the employees saying, You know damn well this stuff isn't false. Just shut your mouth. You didn't have to respond they, at all.
1: And there they're a week all and, such and a half unlikable later.
2: Unlikable people. I, I get them mixed up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But then a week and a half later she wrote that article about how whistleblowing is bad. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. And then turned her Twitter yeah. off because, you know, mm-hmm. dish it but can't take it. Um, right. <laughs> just amazing. Uh, and then she she did go on to say that hey they're trying to create a more accountable workspace and that to do this basically Bobby Kotick has given her a blank check to do whatever is necessary I guess except actually address the employees' gripes in their demands Jason except well, that.
1: Once someone gives you a blank check, you can just fill it out for like five cents. That's an option, right? <laughs> and that's what she's doing. Yeah, you know, she's 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 making these surface moves that she hopes will be enough for the you know the pressure to come off and for various for the most for the lawsuits not to happen. Yeah. that's the point. Right. Like like getting having people who have actually committed crimes or whatever with your company. That's how you can get sued. Actually, changing things so that people don't commit crimes or whatever. That's not immediately going to cause a problem. So. Until that sort of thing changes, there's nothing really changing to any great degree.
0: Yeah, the whole thing's a mess. Moving on, mm. let's get away from Blizzard. Um, All right. This, there you go, there's your update. We okay, get you, away, We Leave. told you we'd Move. keep you updated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Elion. We had a brand new MMORPG launch this week. Now this has Ooh. actually been in development for years. In fact, it is on the Unreal Engine 3, that's how long it's been in development. <laughs> you might know this as air ascent infinite realm debuted four or five was it 2017 so i guess like five six years ago now or four or five years ago the first time we saw it but it had already been in development prior to that huge ship air battles and all this stuff right Mm -hmm. uh and then slowly released in the east got pulled back got reworked in huge ways reissued as elion was going to launch as a buy to play game here in the west Decided, hey, we don't want to launch the day after New World, so we're going to go ahead and delay a month, and we're also going to launch as free-to-play instead of buy-to-play, offered refunds if people had pre-ordered, or you could keep it and you were going to get rubies instead of the box uh, portion of your founders pack that you had gone with. Well, it is finally here. Uh, It has been launched now for three official days, but six days if you had early access time. And I'm going to show, well, the video I'm showing, if you want to see, like, full opinions about this this is the first look video on mmobomb.com that I did so you can check that out uh, to get an idea of what the game's all about and see if maybe you want to give it a a whirl since it is free to play Jason it's one we've been watching for a while not just covering mmobomb but having this like kind of emotional trip together on hey that looks kind of neat I wonder what they're gonna oh they had to pull all that stuff out Uh, oh they're changing names Oh, this is still in development. Oh, the, is this ever coming out? I don't know. It's finally here now. Have you checked it out? Have you watched some streams? Have you played it yourself? What What do you think so far?
1: You actually left out a step. It was free-to-play originally. Then they made it buy-to-play, and then they made it free-to-play again. Did they so. really? Did, well, it well, launched it in the East. It was free-to-play. Was it really? Well, the it was going to be, at least, because that's why we were covering it on MMO Bomb.
0: No, I thought we were covering it on the MMO Bomb under the we-don't-know-its-payment-model-yet flag. But because it was, it was being be developed program. by Bluehole Studios, which did Terra, <laughs> and published by Kakao Games, which had both buy-to-play and free-to-play under its umbrella at the time, you know, they don't, they don't do BDO anymore, but they did. Uh, we kind of went with the, hey, it's Bluehole Studio. We'll cover it until we know the payment model and it's not free-to-play.
1: I'll look that up later. It doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't matter. But we were covering it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, I haven't watched anything other than your first look on it. Oh, okay. And I will say that I have a more positive impression of the game after your first look than before it. But that's probably only because I couldn't have really had a lower possible impression of it. (laughs) like like short short of you saying this game is absolute trash and actually comes into your home and steals your wallet i probably would have said okay it's not bad compared <laughs> wow to- wow,
2: <laughs> wow. That,
1: that's because i actually wow. did kind of like the combat okay, ever. Like, hold on I let me what- let me move away from ellie
0: for a minute jason we right. got to talk here yad we got to figure out what's going on I- jason <laughs> likes mmorpgs but How's i know yeah, i know he does But there has not been an MMORPG that I have talked to Jason about, whether it's a private conversation or a public conversation on a podcast or whatever, that he has actually liked. Like... (laughs) Guild Wars Two, maybe, maybe.
1: I said nice things about New World, right? I said I was kind of nice about that. Well, both I you and was I, too, certainly, yeah.
0: both you and I were like, I like it more than I thought I would, which isn't exactly <laughs> no, a ringing endorsement of any product. No, that was not. You know, that dog shit wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. <laughs> so, what what is the MMO? What is the be-all, end-all MMO of all time for Jason? The all-time. This is what MMOs should look like.
1: Little of this, little of that. No! I mean, was not any particular game.
0: <laughs> if they were all,
1: per- if they were perfect, I'd be playing that, not running this stupid show.
0: <laughs> wow, wow! <sighs> I can't, I can't even get him to just nail down one. Like I know he was involved in Lotro for a long time, but that, yeah, that you know, fell that fell got crazy. Times.
1: Everyone believes that's fell on hard times. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: Guild Wars Two
1: is one that he Guild gets Wars Two heavy. is probably closest to me. It's probably closest. Yeah, to, for so me. Th- that's, that's it. What I like. That's it. Yeah, it does. It so does a lot of things right. That, that's my closest. Yeah.
0: So you're excited for End of Dragons? It's not never then.
1: winter. It's not never winter. You're excited for End of change.
0: Dragons then?
1: I don't get excited anymore. I, I no shit. That's what I'm
0: ta- That's what I'm asking about. <laughs> he likes the concept of an MMO. Yeah, but the <laughs>
1: execution is always subpar. He's like,
0: I like the idea Cause, cause of it more than the actual the product.
1: Here's what they 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 all still try to do. There's an article I read, I think on MMORPG.com, like 10 10 or even like 15, 10, 12 years ago. They said, where okay, where did MMORPGs come from? They came from single-player RPGs, your Final Fantasies, your Dragon Wars, whatever. They said, hey, wouldn't this be cool if it was an actual like MMORPG, if we could play this online with other people? And it's like, yeah, that sounds great. And what do you always do in those other games? You level, you level, you get stronger, you get stronger, you get stronger, you beat the boss, you're done. MMORPG said, you level, you level, you level, you level, you get stronger, you beat the boss... We got to keep you playing. Beat the boss again. Beat the boss again. Beat the boss again. Beat the boss again. So that, that that's kind of the other. flaw. Yeah, be on each other too. There's some of that. So they haven't figured out how to. And that's what we always talk about the oh, it gets The real game is that end game because they haven't figured out how to break <laughs> away from the whole leveling grind, the useless part of the game that you're only going to do until you get to max level. And then you do all the max level stuff. They haven't figured out how to break away from that for the most part. So anyway. Jason Tark's yeah, right.
0: What I'm going to do, oh, I don't know if we'll do it for next week. It depends on the level of news. Next week, I'm going to give like five or six different features of an MMO. Like I'll be like PVP and you got to tell me the MMO that does PVP the best or You know, PV or raiding content, or dungeon content, or leveling experience, or abilities, or crafting. You know, you got to tell me which MMOs do the best in each category. You too, Yod. Obviously, you and I will contribute as well. It won't just be us grilling Jason, but I think (laughs) I think that's what we got to do. The three of us will sit down and uh, on the show (sighs) spur the moment. I won't tell anybody the categories. I guess I'll have a little bit of an advantage, but you know, whatever. It's not a contest, but yeah, we'll create. Our, our our ideal MMORPG and if, if the news is slow we're going to have the state of play this week so I don't know how slow the right. news will be we'll talk about the state of play in a minute uh, but in a future show maybe next week maybe maybe beyond anyway Elion what did you think Yad have you gotten your hands on it what's up
2: no I haven't I, I watched your first look um, as much as I could because actually uh, when I was watching it it kept like freezing on me and I don't know why but I think I got through seventy five percent of it. And Were it, it, you it watching looks... it
0: on Discord?
2: <laughs> no. Well, I, no, no, no. I, I was watching it through the link you said on the show
0: notes. No, I, it was a, it was a joke about us freezing <laughs> last week.
2: Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. No, Unfo- <laughs> It would have froze less. <laughs>
0: uh, but, uh, but it
2: look it does look like fun. The character creation looks like it's pretty inclusive, except for the weird. Cat people, but <laughs> if you want weird cat people, you want weird cat people. Yeah. But, but here's, um, here's the thing.
1: Here's what I want to jump in. I'm going to say, Yod says, Well, it looks pretty fun. Yes, but so do the 8,000 other games you can play. You're not going to play this one, so shut up.
0: Yeah. So, and that's kind of the thing. And I will spare going <laughs> through like my in depth analysis because we did spend about half an hour on the Always Online podcast yesterday giving opinions, cued uh, Troy and I. So go check that out on MMObomb.com. Right. Uh, to listen to our full in-depth opinions. Li- I The short version is I like some of the systems that they're using here. I think the abilities and, and the runestone system, like triggering what abilities and modifiers you can make, I think there's a, that's it's very cool. There's lots of customization options there for each class because you are limited by the abilities that you can actually equip, and then you can then modify those abilities, but it's related to your gear, which I like the way everything interconnects. There's way too many fucking menus in this game. Way I too think- many menus in this game. It is typically <laughs> Eastern MMORPG when it comes to menus and systems. Um, I
2: think the uh, the targeting's weird for me. Well, it Washington is action is combat,
0: combat in the in the right. vein of Terra, but it is built on the backbone of what was previously a tab target game, so it does feel a little right. a little sluggish there. Well, Which might it be out where exactly- the
1: menus come from. But, but it looked kind of like almost like a Guild Wars 2-ish kind of thing, with like a combination of both action and, tar- and tab target.
0: Yeah, you can't tab target at all. But it do- okay. definitely does have that feel still, Jason, of it was, when it was Ascend Infinite Realm, it was tab target that they've converted into an action combat. And it's got okay. the telegraph stuff of of like a wild star and, you know, things like that. So
1: well, every game does that now. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, but... The story's boring as shit. I mean, it's just terrible. It's just boring. <laughs> I don't care that's about That's the other issue the I have characters. with them more
1: RPGs is someone of them think they have this amazing story and, oh, the the good guys are fighting the bad guys. It's for the destiny of the world or whatever. I don't and, care. And just then you fight each yeah, other. Yeah, the story's
0: really boring. The voice acting is atrocious. The graphics, I mean, they have a, occasionally they can look very nice, but then they don't in a lot of areas. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just... Don't. There's nothing that it does horribly egregious. I know some people are going to argue about pay-to-win um, uh, when it comes to the runestone stuff uh, and polishing and upgrading mm-hmm. rune stones, but you know it's going to be a personal, uh, a personal flavor at the end of the day. I I, 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 I rated it on Parker. MMO Bomb, uh, and I rated it like a five and a half to a six. You know, it was just slightly, a little bit above average for me. It was there was stuff that I wanted to go and play with still independently of having to do it for MMO Bomb that I just personally wanted to check out some more. I'm still in that category after playing it on yesterday's stream. I will probably play it a little bit this coming week too. But yeah, I mean, Jason, as much as I wanted to make fun of you for it, it is like the bar was pretty low uh, because of the development hell that it got trapped in. And I'm still kind of like, "Mm, I can see where you guys ended up having to save some money because you were Mm -hmm. stuck in development hell. Uh, reusing some Terra models with new skins and stuff like that. Oof. But, I mean, it's not terrible. Some people might find a home in here. Will it be enough to stay alive? I don't know. You released a month yeah. after New World and a month before Endwalker, and I think that's going to crucify you more than anything else right now, Yad.
2: Yeah, XIV's ruined me for most MMOs at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like Tarkov said, it's just the the gameplay the story the the uh community it's just
1: you know it's 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 ruined me this would have been an awesome game on like 2007
0: troy said the same thing troy said the (laughs) same thing jason he said (laughs) this game would have been tremendous if it had come out in like 2000 i think he said 2008 to 2010 he was like Mm -hmm. if it would have come out then it would have been absolutely tremendous Uh, which is yeah you kind of go well yeah yeah I bet it would but you also go well you know if Uncharted 4 had come out in 1995 it would have been tremendous too (laughs) it doesn't take away what it is today or make it less but uh, yeah I don't know I have it installed so I'm and I do want to keep messing with it but I totally understand if you both of you are like I just got other stuff to do and this isn't interesting enough to leave
1: no not not even pretty much. much
0: Housing is pretty neat. I mean, you get a whole plot of land.
1: Yeah, it did look kind of nice. That that part of it looked
0: nice. You get a whole big plot of land with multiple buildings that you have to upgrade. But, 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 downside, it is one of those very mobile stamina built things. So when you upgrade your blessing fountain, it's going to take an hour to upgrade that. Or you could speed it up by giving us a couple of bucks type deals. Of course. Yeah, so there's that. I don't know. I still think it's a, it's around a six for me. Just slightly above average, but nothing great. You're way too... You're
1: so nice. Well, I you mean, what would you give player. it? It's
0: not terrible. I, I gave it a six, but I did put the caveat on it that it's only because I'm personally interested in a few systems that make me still want to play it, so I can't just put it at a five. If I... The
2: design works pretty. It,
0: you know... I think a five is just an average run of the mill MMORPG, a five out of ten. I think
1: this is an average run of the mill. (laughs) Well then then
0: how is then how is my rating being too generous? I'm giving it a six because there are some cool systems I want to explore a little bit, but for the most part systems you don't to explore but so, for the you know, most part know. it's a five i'm giving it one extra point for some interesting systems that i want to explore i think that's fair i don't think i'm over inflating
1: it or I'm being looking, too generous yeah, you're right i'm looking at metacritic and someone gave it a 10 so you're right, you're right. i'm definitely not being that generous <laughs> i'll bet it's fun everything in the shop is cosmetics dated engine but amazing graphics and anime style customization <sighs> I didn't no, think
0: you were allowed th- to review your own products, like ethically. <laughs> I didn't think you should do that.
2: <laughs> that that design work yeah. is definitely not completely anime style. It might be inspired by, it's, but it's not it's not anime, anime style, style
0: at all. Get the yeah. hell out of here. Go play like Soul Worker or Elseword right. or something <laughs> like that. Uh, okay, here's one. You gentlemen, at least I know one of you are. At least mildly interested in and will probably play at some point. Uh, we've got news now, well, officially uh, from Concerned Ape, the creator of Stardew Valley, on their next project, Jason, Haunted Chocolatier. And for a while, the announcement was so hot, it broke the site. It broke yeah. the site.
1: <laughs> it wow. did. He put the link in after the uh, announcement and tried to go there and took like three minutes to load the site. It should be noted that I found an early... Like I talked about this in the chat. Remember I said that there was an early uh, Stardew trailer from like nine years ago that had four to 11,000 views?
0: Yeah. It had 400,000 plus today after all those years, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. As yeah, of Yeah, yeah it was after nine years. This was on uh, two days ago, and it has already has 1.2 million views. Jeez. Hey, it's doing
0: pretty good. It's doing so, yeah, pretty he's, good.
1: Uh, he's done okay. He's pretty popular and pretty well-liked. And, and uh, yeah, it looks cool were really cool. Where
0: either of you I have I guess full disclosure here. I have never played Stardew Valley. I know wow. what it is. My a couple of my kids, two out of three of my kids, I maybe all three have, but I know for sure two of them have messed around in Stardew Valley. I've just never personally been interested in it, but I don't play like survival type games and 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 those type, like I don't play minecraft I, I don't play
1: it's not a survival game yeah that's it a it it, 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 it's for like it's it's more like uh what do you call it the harvest moon games farming. yeah game. right but that's social that's kind of ethics. the
0: vein yeah maybe survival's the wrong word but that is the vein that I am putting yeah. this in like the kind of minecraft go do and I never whatever played you one want.
1: either. Uh, I never played it, one of it, like I do like Animal Crossing,
0: game. but I don't. I just don't have the time to sink into those types of things. So while I could appreciate Stardew Valley, I personally never played it. Yad, uh, are you a Stardew Valley fan?
2: I, I am not. The wife is, though, and she is totally really all can... for this.
0: Well, Jason, you it's were a, the one that I knew was going to be the one watching this and excited about it. It's a cute,
1: that. wholesome game, and I'm the only one who's played it out of the three of us. Mm-hmm. How the hell is that possible? I, don't I have like
2: uh, cute, wholesome games.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have like a hundred. I have 125 hours in it, which is not a lot because I've never even. I played like two games mostly, and I've, I've never gotten through like the third year on it. So. Yeah,
0: comparatively to a lot of players, that's probably nothing hours wise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's, there's
1: one player in my house I know who's like that too. But yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah I mean, I'm really basically. It's it's, it's not gonna be maybe maybe it's in the same world we don't know exactly but it's not the same people so it's sort of like Stardew Valley too like like when like the initial Stardew Valley you play it and it's good but you realize it's like it definitely is the guy's first game like the first game he did on his own because it's it's a little off in some places like things aren't quite as good as you'd like them to be some of the systems aren't as as mature as you'd like them to be and so forth so I was like if he could just do that again dude Stardew two But with what he's learned and with better systems and so forth, I love it. And this looks like it could be just that, more or less. And he does kind of talk
0: about that in the post for Haunted Chocolatier, the the new game, uh, when he's talking about, like, why chocolate? And if Stardew uh, is the sun, then Haunted Chocolatier is inspired by the moon. And, you know, they're both. But he does say, you know, hey, um, after 10 years of practice, (laughs) talking about Stardew Valley, Uh, practice I feel more confident than ever in actually being able to bring a full idea to life not working within you know the constraints of having to learn the development that they wanted to do to create Stardew Valley now this is trying to create something with totally different rule set with all the lessons learned so I mean that the potential is certainly there for it to be leaps and bounds above Stardew but it should be noted it's going to be a while before we see this. Too. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's still just him, right? He doesn't have any workers right. or anything. Right.
1: I mean, he farms out a little bit, like you said, like a little bit of the audio or something he farmed out. So it's like 95% done by him. But yeah, it's basically a one man show.
2: Yeah. So yeah, I would assume that it's going to be a bit. <sighs>
1: well, yeah. consider that he started and started 10 years ago and it released five years ago. So <laughs> right. I think right. he knows more now. So hopefully less than five years. Yeah. And he closes
0: his like kind of announcement post on it with saying, so please, uh, wait, uh, I tend to work with a vertical slice approach. so it's easy to put together some video, the video you're looking at, uh, that looks like a finished game. But there is a ton of content I still need to make. So please understand that it will be a while before this game is done. I'm going to be working on it as much as I can, though. Thanks for reading all of this ape. I, and yeah, I mean, the reaction is tremendous and I can totally understand why even not being a, a Stardew player fan. I can recognize the impact that that game has had. And Jason, we finally found one you're looking forward to.
1: Yeah, oh my are. God. Maybe he'll let multiplayer call an RPG. I just want to know the, <laughs> day,
0: the day you, uh, it goes up for pre-order. I want to know, did you actually, were you excited enough to pre-order? Because mm. that'll be the... Holy hell. Wow. Day.
1: What's the last game I pre-ordered? Yeah. Probably Crusader Kings 3, I guess.
0: Let's go through a couple uh, news points, gentlemen, that just kind of make you raise an eyebrow. A couple rumors some stuff like that. And I got to say, this first one definitely raises an eyebrow and makes me smile. Makes me smile. Ah, that one, yes. Video Game Chronicle reporting from a few anonymous developer sources. So sprinkle salt. You know, take it for what it's worth. Ubisoft is working on a plan for a new Splinter Cell mainline title. Trying to revive the series after fans of it are a little miffed over the uh, mobile and VR titles that they have released since the last mainline titles. Uh, Video Game Chronicle reporting the much-requested sequel will arrive at a time when the company is looking into rebuilding its image following its own wave of discrimination and sexual harassment alleg- allegations. They declined to comment to Video Game Chronicle when they were approached ahead of the reporting of this rumor. I'll tell you what. I would love to see Sam Fisher and another Splinter Cell back in in the style of the original splinter cells they kind of like got like the most recent one that was like tried to be open world and it was very linear and <laughs> i give give me you know splinter cell splinter cell two uh, cell two splinter cell three double agent i didn't think was that bad it had some neat things going on that just wasn't all that executed very well i love tactical espionage games metal gear solid uh you know uh, splinter cells all, all those type of fear effect to a certain extent Uh, Siphon Filter there's a franchise that needs to come back there's a franchise that needs to come back Uh, I I love those types of games Splinter Cell got away from that even though it's what, what its roots were I'd love to see a Splinter Cell back in its roots modern day you know technologies being able to boost the title it's just a rumor but I'd say in my mind it's probably a pretty strong rumor because Ubisoft could certainly use a W right about now Yod.
2: Yeah, they, they want some more games out, I think, to, to get the fans back on their side, hopefully good games. And I, I can see how there there still is a core audience for those original games, because those original games, with with a, a type of thing with like Tactical Espionage, you can't really be open world. You have to have a mission that you're sent on, maybe a few side things, a little Easter egg here and there, but you're going in on a mission. And you go do the mission. And open world just doesn't work for that.
0: Um, yeah, I, I could see that. I could see that. Mad Martha saying, here's a crazy idea. How about developing an original game? I mean, to, to be fair, they do have a number of original titles.
1: <laughs> they uh, did. It was called Hyperscape. How'd that go? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're
0: working on Skull and Bones, which also is not, you know, we know is kind of a development hell as well. Um uh, yeah, that's they, they, they did the work. division and the division two. You know, they right. do come out with new things, but then the new things are so successful in a lot of cases that they become franchises. And that's that's just the way right. that that works. You want that to right. happen. Um and I think Splinter Cell at this time at this point, Jason, is old enough that it would be new in a lot of ways because we yeah. haven't seen a real version of a Splinter Cell game in, in so long.
1: If fans are, are miffed at not having a Splinter Cell game for a while. They should take a look at how the Ghost Recon people are. How happy they Ooh. are with the new games they're getting. Oof. Wow, Ghost Ooh. Recon.
0: Yeah, Ubisoft definitely needs a W. Definitely needs a
1: W. Well, yeah. they they want a W. I don't know if they need it. Oh no, they, they, do. they I do. do. I think they, they deserve. It. It, Is no the question. Yeah, that's that's the question. That's what I
0: deserve. It. Yeah, that's different. That's different. <laughs> I, I would agree with you that no, they do not. <laughs> No, they <laughs> do
1: not. Uh, just Guess they got some
0: work to go. X Defiant and uh, uh, the Ghost Recon, uh, free to play games. It's, you you like sure. punk or you like Shades of Brown? Pick
1: one. Look, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. We were as crappy a type name as it is, we remember X Defiant.
0: We do. Well, unless I'm calling it X Deviant. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. <I> <laughs> we were doing that's one episode different. of the Always episode. Online yeah. podcast
0: where I just kept calling it X Deviant for some reason. Like, that's definitely not the name of it. Hey, so uh, don't,
1: don't go to xdeviant.com right. right.
0: Here's here's another, you know, maybe it raises an eyebrow, maybe it doesn't. Let's get your takes on it. I don't think anybody would be surprised to find out that, you know, Sony has plans for an eventual PlayStation 5 Pro or, or something yeah. like that. That's just kind of become the standard now. When we get three and four and five years into a console's life cycle, we kind of get the pro version. Now the Sony PS5 and the Xbox Series S and X have only been out for about a year now they're still both remarkably impossible for mass audiences to get a year later. We expect that to be the case through at least next summer at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, There are rumors saying that they're already working on the pro to the point of not just conceptualizing it and planning it out and hey, this is gonna be our model in a couple of years but they are, through job postings, hiring people that look like they're gonna be brought on specifically for a pro version. The hiring ad reads, your tasks will include designing and developing new API features that allow us to get the most out of the PlayStation 5 hardware. Uh, it also wants applicants that they, to let them know that they'll be contributing to the architecture of multiple generations of PlayStation consoles. Uh, That suggests if their work appears to be the next level PS5 is a success, they'll probably be working on the PS6, you know, kind of standard there. And I I don't think this raises an eyebrow because Sony's making a PS5 Pro. But where I do wonder if it raises an eyebrow a little bit, Jason, is it a little bit tone deaf to be moving into production on PlayStation 5 Pros when the PlayStation five a year plus into its life cycle cycle still is not readily available to just be moving on to the next more expensive version of that product, which will then also be just as unavailable <laughs> as this one.
1: Yeah, it is. I, I think it's way too early to be doing something like this when you can't even make the basic one.
0: Yod, yeah, do you, do you agree? Is it I raise I, a little eyebrow? No, for I, you?
2: I don't think it's too early because what they're talking about that job posting isn't about actually building a PS5. Because right now, the PS4's production bottleneck is in the factories. It's not in the home office where you're developing the software and and working out how the chip works and how how the actual system's going to look and feel and stuff like that. So to go just move on to that step, to be ready for when the time comes, I don't think it's too early for that.
0: So you would be... Raising an eyebrow if they were moving in, into the production phase of this right,
2: right now. Right, right. You're they're, kind they're of not, okay with
0: it because it seems like more of the planning phase.
2: Right, because you're you're talking about APIs and and uh, other software stuff that needs to be optimized for a pro version, which that's done in-house in the office as opposed to under manufacturing. But you don't don't
0: think there's a little bit of negative PR that comes with it? And I don't think either Jason or I are arguing with you on your point. It's a valid point that, like, your your engineers are done with the PlayStation 5. You know, what are you going to do? Just have them sit there while you wait? You you probably want them working on the PS5 Pro or the PS6. I, I get that. I don't think Jason and I are arguing that point. But from a public perception standpoint, I do think it looks pretty shitty when you're like... Hey, we're moving on. Sorry I, I can, sorry that this is unavailable.
2: <laughs> I can kind of see that. Um, I mean, there there are the, the notes out that the current version of the PS5 that people are getting is different from, say, the version you have, Mike. Because, like, the, the fans are a different size or something, and the heat sink in there right. is slightly yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that type of thing. So, I can see that there's. You can see that there's things in the background working. So for for your average fanboy, sure, it looks a little bad that you don't have a PS5 yet. And, you know, they're already moving on to the Pro. But to me, that kind of states that, especially with the lineage that we see with PlayStation, because they are very clear with their lineage, With if you look at the PS4. Right. The, you come out with the PS4, you come out with the Gen 2 Slimline, then you come out with the Pro. That's where they're at. So... They're currently at the stage of working on the, the the way that the Pro works for the future, which means they've already got their software engineers done
0: with the slimline version. Yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't bother me. Um, yeah, i mean, it, I'm, kind of, me. To, I I'm kind of closer the, to Yod than I am Jason here. But uh, yeah, I can see the average fanboy at it. definitely see some. Yeah, I can see people. I'm being a below average
1: it. fanboy. So yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, fan asking, what can they do to improve the supply? Well, ironically, rumors are uh, abounding that Sony is about to put a multi million, if not billion, billions of dollars investment into a uh, chip factory in japan uh so this i mean it wouldn't open until 2024 so this is not a short-term investment right now that would fix the ps5 supply but they are looking at it not only so that they control the regulation a little bit on when they have chips available but also there's a strong desire for a lot of these companies to get their chip production out of taiwan right now uh get them with all the conflict going on between uh, taiwan and china people start want to diversify yeah, who's producing ages. who who are producing their chips. Yeah, but you had the accord that was uh uh had not expired yet. Uh True. that that accord is expired now, so. True. Um so yeah, there is a desire to maybe diversify where your chips come from at this point.
1: Are are you China-splaining to Yod? <laughs> <laughs> no. No wow. I am not, Jason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in good news for Sony, though, they did outsell the Nintendo Switch last month, both in dollars, which they have been doing for a while, but in units sold, which is the more impressive number. Thus, Jason bringing the Switch's 33 month streak for units to an end. To
1: an end. So good on Sony.
0: And that's with I- a shortage.
1: I was about to say, uh, how did they... How did I, they, it's they just, that many? What if they actually had as many as people wanted? Yeah. I, Jesus. I don't, what that
0: be. don't forget, gang, State of Play is coming up. There is a lot of speculation on this one, by the way, that this State of Play will include Final Fantasy 16.
2: Ooh. That's
0: just rumors based yeah, on a couple of oddball things. You know, yeah, like the, just... the, the game pages on Sony's platforms now have gonna been be updated.
1: Disappointed. Now you're going to hate it. Because it's not going to have what you. The what announcement you're is yeah, the, cousin's pigeon.
0: The state of play is going to be all about announcements and updates for upcoming third-party games. Now, remember, 16 is not exclusive to PlayStation, but it will be timed exclusive to PlayStation. So, I could see them announcing it. Some changes have been made to the PlayStation Store sites for Final Fantasy 16. We know Yoshi P didn't want to be at Tokyo Game Show because he didn't feel it was ready. Uh, and so he kind of held out. That was at the beginning of this month. We've got the state of play coming up in four days on the twenty seventh. So next Wednesday we'll be able to see that. Of sure, of course, you know if they show sixteen, we will start with that before we go to Jeopardy uh, next week <laughs> on the Relic Run. Real news.
1: do this other thing. Yeah, yeah, we'll just do
0: this other thing. So I don't know. I I don't put a whole lot of stock in this one, um, but we'll see. We'll see.
2: Now no, let's let, let's just be fair. We've always been disappointed in State of Play. So <laughs>
0: now the last State of Play, all three of us were generally pretty positive it was, on. It was yeah. it was pretty good. But I mean, going in,
2: you know, it, it's always been kind of okay. Yeah, we've seen that. Tark has simply so, decided
0: that based on the date, there won't be any sixteen. Okay. I, I so. bet. I bet <laughs> too that
1: they'll, they'll they'll somehow find a way to squeeze in a Death Loop trailer. Oh God, no. Because of no. the shoes to have it no. now. Oh can't go without you know? no, no oh, God, no.
0: They have had Deathloop at like every single one for like the last two years. So here's what's interesting though, like Yoshi P has said before that he when he was like talking about E3 and things like that, that if 16 wasn't announced as part of the show docket, that uh, you know, it was not gonna be there. There was not gonna be any surprise announcement. The problem with State of Play is that there's never a schedule release for State of Play, and we actually didn't know if there was gonna be any more State of Plays this year because the last official thing on Sony's calendar was their their last their showcase thing. So right. we didn't think, you know, we thought we were probably done. And this showcasing just uh, third parties, I don't know. Not until after Endwalker. I I think I think you're being silly there. Uh, I don't think that to the two. <laughs> Conflict at all? They're they're not worried about not advertising at the right times. When you're talking about FF fourteen and sixteen, put them put both commercials out simultaneously. They don't fucking care. Um, now, if we were talking about smaller title versus bigger title, I th- I would totally agree with you. Uh, get your smaller title, it's time, and then announce the bigger title afterwards. Right. Fourteen and sixteen are so massive. No. I don't think they care about them butting into each other. I see your point. I disagree just because of the two games we're talking about. If we were talking about 16 and Forspoken, I'd probably be <laughs> on Tark's, you know, they're going to wait until Forspoken is out and then advertise 17 or 16. We'll see, though. They're just going to skip 16 go yeah, to 17. Just, <laughs> let's just go straight to 17. <laughs> Honestly, I although Tark and I disagree on why, I do dis- I do uh, agree with them at the end of the day. I don't think it's going to be at this show it would just be a pleasant surprise if it was i feel like 20 days being the difference between Tokyo Game Show and the state of play they probably or not the, yeah the, they probably would have just shown it at the Tokyo Game Show then maybe um, maybe is 20 days really the difference yoshi p wanted when he said you know the next time we come out with I... something it's going to be closer to release i've seen people speculating Tip, uh... jason that it's going to be not just information but a release date too
1: Oh, you're just tricking all the cool <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm
1: giving you the rumors. I
0: literally just said I don't think it's going to be there. I would just be pleasantly surprised. Well, I could start if it any lost. rumor
1: and you'll just report it to me.
0: <laughs> well, you better have some corroborating evidence. Like the plan. And that they don't. It wasn't planned. There's changes going on to the store's site uh, right now. I don't know. I'm going go to go. N-
2: to me, it's not the
0: date, it's the fact
2: that it's Sony's state of play because they have that tie in with Sony. What do you mean? They, they've got the timed exclusive with Sony. So if right. Sony's going to do an event-type thing, they're going to ask them for something. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. So it's not no the doubt. 20 days. It's not the 20 days difference. It's the fact that it's Sony's state of play as opposed to Tokyo Game Show
0: no we don't have fan we don't have a release date for 16 yet No, that was like right. five
1: years ago when, when 15 came out too. It's like it's yeah. been a we, don't, that, we don't
0: have a release date for 16 that's what I was saying that some of the speculation yeah. is that we will not only get a uh, reveal or a trailer or something but we will also receive a release date at state of play I would love it no doubt I mean yeah. but I, there's just not enough hold for my me to for it yeah exactly I'll be pleasantly surprised to see you my friend but I don't think you'll actually <laughs> be there Oh God! this one's all you yod because jason doesn't care about this one and i yes. know you do i'm gonna give yes. abbreviated thoughts when we get there simply right. because this was another topic we talked about on always online and i want you to go watch mmo bombs always online podcast uh, and help us recover some of the seo value we lost changing our name after doing 400 episodes of something called the free to play cast. (laughs) So go watch always online on mmobomb.com. If you like these podcasts, it's another one you'll like. It's all multiplayer gaming. Uh, Destiny 2 went ahead and done screwed up, at least in my opinion. So so. Destiny 2 decided, hey, we're going to put two dungeons behind the deluxe edition of The Witch King. So that's a paywall. The standard version is $40, the deluxe edition is $80. All the other editions go up from there. You have to buy that $80 deluxe edition or higher to receive access to two dungeons in the Witch Queen expansion coming early next year. Cosmo taking to Reddit saying, if you get the digital deluxe edition of the Witch Queen, you'll receive the expansion all four seasons for the next year and the two dungeons. If you get the standard edition, you can still upgrade to the deluxe edition to get the dungeons later. We'll also be offering a separate way for you to purchase the dungeons in the future, but they will not be included in season passes. We will share more info uh, on this closer to when the content is set to go live. Yeah, but there's no problem. They're taking pre-orders uh, right now, even though they still have to explain stuff about these. They're more than happy to right. take your money. This is literally putting content behind a dungeon digital deluxe or a deluxe edition of a video game release yod you are a destiny to fanatic as a fanatic a <laughs> how do you feel about this and then we'll take a few minutes jason and i will look at the new player experience with it this right. impacts too
2: so i i do think it's a bad move for them um there i had a theory on why but you kind of blew that out of the water
1: oh um, i'm sorry i thought
2: No, no, I I had completely missed the part where it it said it was not included in season passes. Because I had thought maybe, which
0: Yeah, because they had done that
2: before. Right, right, where the dungeon is part of the season. Yeah. So therefore, unless you have the deluxe edition, which includes all the seasons, you don't get the dungeons. But if if they're talking about the fact that you don't get them even if you get the season pass, then that means they're not part of the seasons. Right. So... Why? Why would they do that? That, That's money. (laughs) Yeah, obviously it's (laughs) because of money and I mean granted I'm gonna be getting the thirtieth anniversary edition with Gallahorn and all that other jacked up stuff, but for the person that just wants to get the base edition and they have friends that just get the basic edition and want to experience all that they can experience in it, that's kinda dumb.
0: Jason, yeah, we thought really we thought a lot of these monetization, these oddball, why are they doing that things were coming from Activision. And Bungie literally had said, you know, that they forced us to make a lot of decisions we didn't want to make. Now here they are on their own, and we've had multiple apologies and rollback in those years since, right? We just recently talked about the transmog system and the way that was horribly implemented, seemed like a cash grab stuff. They rolled a bunch of that stuff back. Now here right. we are with another one of these types of examples where... Except in this case, it's literal content. It is actual, it's not sidebar events. This is literal content, dungeons. If you do PVE, what do you do? Dungeons and raids. That's your thing. Mm-hmm. Now $40 doesn't get you that. Doesn't get you that.
1: We were just talking about Lotro, and I remember when that first went free-to-play, everyone thought it was an amazing free-to-play system. Like They, they, they did it right. Turbine did the free-to-play right with Lotro. And every year, something else got chipped away. Something else got added to the shop—a little bit here, a little bit there—and now we all think it's a horrible system. And Destiny 2 is going down that exact same route. thing
0: happened with Rift. We, yeah. we Remember loved, Rift?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We jeez, oh, Rift. And Destiny free-to-play was first announced. We thought, well, look at all the stuff you get—that's amazing for a free player. Awesome, you get all these campaigns, whatever. Yeah. Now half of it is vaulted away, so you can't even play it if you want to. Mm-hmm. So. And the other half is going to be like this. So,
0: in my article I was talking about the downvotes on, on MMO Bomb and I said, I think the downvotes says enough. But in just in case, let's remember two things to really hammer home what a terrible idea this is. One, Destiny 2 now vaults content, meaning at some point in the future these dungeons could find themselves vaulted along with other content you probably already paid for since you already have to buy each expansion Not to mention the damn Eververse, which is shoved down our throat at every opportunity. Right. Two, and this is where I think it gets even worse, new players already have a stupid time trying to figure out what they should buy or what product contains the content they want to buy when they've had their fill of a game's free-to-play offerings, of which they are substantial. I don't want to diminish the amount of stuff you do get for free if you are a new player. But it is already confusing to tell your new buddy that you're trying to get in the game, oh, the, go, go buy this expansion and then you'll be fine because the rest of that stuff's vaulted, so don't worry about it. If you want to get it later when it's unvaulted and comes back, we'll, we'll talk about it then. Just go buy this. Now it's like, well, do you want to do dungeons? Okay, well, we got to do this and then you got to buy that edition of this expansion and what system are you playing on and do you want to play on other platforms because then you'll have to buy this and this and th- it is a mess when you talk to somebody about trying to get them into Destiny Yod.
2: Yeah, it, it has become that way. Um, especially with the crossplay and all that stuff which has been interesting jumping into some of that stuff where uh, you're, you're playing with other platforms like on pvp and stuff it's it's odd because you can tell they're on another platform there, there there's some lagginess going on and things like that but uh that's besides the point um, that, that's getting into the game and not the expansion uh yeah, the I think they're probably gonna Amend that, considering the backlash. <laughs> it was Mike,
1: He left space in the article for it. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> I did. But, uh, I put. Yeah, I, I put at the bottom of the article. That.
0: Writer's note: This spot reserved for the inevitable walkback update that Bungie is going yeah. to do on this, the same way they did the terrible introduction of the transmog system and many other decisions. Because I just, yeah. I think this is inevitable. How yeah. overvalued are those dungeons, or undervalued? Right, Jason, if they add the ability for you to buy those later. You know, you're talking about a $40 $40 price difference between the standard and the deluxe. Now you have to cash value your cosmetics and things that are in there, and now cash value those dungeons and put the total cost at at least $40 to justify the upgrade to the customer. Something is gonna get undervalued or overvalued there, whether it's the dungeons or some of the cosmetics or some of the titles or or whatever the hell you get in that deluxe edition. I don't understand if it is such a big deal content wise if it is such a big deal that this is make or break we have to put this content behind this $80 box why not just give me the standard edition at $50 with all the content like I I don't get it pisses me off and I I reinstated the question of the week on, on Always Online specifically because of this scenario and a lot of people were asking for it and I got sick of the emails so the, I'll ask you two the question because my answer is no. Should there ever be content, actual content, locked behind premium editions of games, or should that just be cosmetics and head starts and season passes?
2: That yeah, they, uh, that's head starts and and cosmetic stuff. Um, may, maybe a little you know bonus uh silver or glimmer or whatever you know. In game, uh, currency stuff. Uh, the the con- the content is, it, it it shouldn't be, and I think some bean counter decided it was a good idea, and they're realizing now that it's not.
0: Poor Cosmo so, was the one that had to go post it on Reddit, and right, like you know, Cosmo right. had nothing to do with that decision. Exactly. Right. Exactly. The it's number it's one not, comment the reply it's under it was some was...
2: bean counter up the up yeah. the um, yeah. up the ladder somewhere.
0: The the number one comment under it, Jason, was "I'm sorry to say this, but you're about to get eviscerated
1: here." <laughs> As someone who's been a community manager, I will say the community managers have no say in the shitty decisions that go on. Nope, right. they're
0: just the mouthpiece. Cosmo, to be fair, did reply saying, "You know what? It is what it is. I just didn't want people to be confused about what they were buying."
1: <laughs> right, they'll just be angry about it instead. Yeah, just
0: be angry about it instead. We're not
1: confused. We're just angry. Hey, I mean, the- Forza's coming out
0: or is a 5 it's available for preload preload is it yeah preload yeah so fan th- oh, we got to go back because i was thinking about this in my oh. head when i was writing the destiny 2 article how about eso what if they do it like eso as if in they so- locked some dungeons or maps and ch- or, uh, uh, as a chapter dlc or whatever isn't this the same concept so if you don't know elder scrolls online um, gives you their, you know, their MMO with some dungeons and some trials and stuff, stuff like that in their expansion when you buy that. But then, as part of that expansion series, there will be a couple updates as DLC, as full DLC that you can go buy, and they have usually a dungeon and a trial in it, in addition to continuing or polishing up some storyline. So, fan, I did sit there while I was writing this article and kind of equate what, try to equate what Destiny Two was doing to what Elder Scrolls was doing. Is right, this the which, same which, thing? And that, I came that up was, go ahead, Yad.
2: That that was my thought at first too with the with the whole uh it, it might be part of a season thing, but like you said in in their actual, you know, what they posted up, it's not part of the season pass. If it was part of the seasons, it would be part of the season pass.
0: Right. So when you look at the way ESO does it, you can buy that DLC or you can sub, which they don't do a season pass. The sub is their version of that stuff. If you sub uh, in Elder Scrolls, you get access to all DLC immediately, right? All of it for all right. of time. And as part of that sub, you get uh, crowns. So you can not only you can sub for a month or two, right? Stop mm-hmm. your sub. And then use your crowns to buy a particular DLC if you want to, at no additional cost. The differences are going to be subtle on this one, fan, but I personally view them as very, very different in the respect that even if I don't... It's not an issue of whether I have access to dungeons or not in Elder Scroll. It's what dungeons I have access to versus what dungeons I don't in a particular expansion. I got right. what I paid for in the expansion, and whether I spent forty dollars on the base version or hundred dollars on the collector's item, content-wise, us two got the same exact thing. That's not the case here,
2: right? So, so just to clear a little something up, because chat seems to be or Tarkov seems to be a little confused. Wrap this up,
1: move it along. Come on, guys. Clear so, D-
2: <laughs> DLC is the DLC for Destiny is the the main package deal um that will get you a storyline that lasts for x amount of seasons so the the um beyond light dlc where you do stuff on europa that's the dlc the seasons are kind of like updates where the story is updated every few months so they're they're a little different um
0: I, I think DLS, and I think this is getting a little too granular here. Yeah, DLS, but I, th- I, think, uh, I, think
2: but I did want to answer cut.
0: fan's question because I know it was fair. Somebody would have asked it on YouTube, and I did consider this. Fan, yes, basically it's the forcing aspect. When I look right. at Elder Scrolls DLC, that's an optional purchase. Jason, if you want to buy a dungeon, he can. If he doesn't, he doesn't want to. If we won't both want to buy the expansion, we can buy whatever version of the expansion. We're mm-hmm. both getting the same content. It's just all the cosmetics and, and free stuff that are on top of it. That right. separate dungeon later in the DLC—that's going to be a different choice down the road, and right. that's going to be roll, just a value determination on my part.
2: If they roll the dungeons into the seasons, like they should have done in the first place, right? If they want to do it, if they want to go this route, that would have been fine. There would have been no backlash whatsoever on it
0: because it's part of the seasons. Yep. And Tark is right. Destiny has many layers of monetizations now. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. All right. So Forza Horizon 5 is available for preload. In case you have purchased or are going to purchase that, uh, make sure that you have at least 103 gigabytes of space free on your Xbox Series X. Good Lord. Good Lord. Uh, that is rivaling. I mean, there's like 400 cars and shit. So it's not surprising, but that is rivaling, you know, Call of Duty's at this point.
1: <laughs> or Forza is also how many like hard drives you need. You need, you, need like, <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you need a Forza. You need a Forza. Uh Among Us is coming out on consoles before the end of the year. That's in early December. Jason, you predicted it. I will let you spill it. You are two for two, one hundred percent. What happened this week?
1: Elden ring has been delayed. Because there was dun. no way that uh, so i granted I predicted like seventy five percent of the games that announced the release date in E yeah. three were going to be delayed. So it was hard not to not to make this one. But this this was an easier well, one. You than predicted
0: usual. Forspoken and Elden Ring would both be backed out of January. Mm-hmm. Forspoken we talked about a few weeks ago. Elden Ring I was surprised though. Like they only delayed it a month so far. Oh. No, oh, they're not going to do another.
1: They're not going to pull a CD no, project, Red, they are they? Delay Nobody delays a game twice. No, <laughs> no. if if you delay it
2: into no. March, though, don't you go into second quarter of the year?
0: Uh, no, no. Uh, because by standard I quarter, March release would be first quarter. By financial right. quarter, February, you're already by financial calendars. You're already in second quarter. When you start talking okay. about February, no. aren't you? end of February. No, January,
1: no. February, March is a quarter. Whatever quarter it's in. It's not, not, in the not same on the
0: financial quarter. calendar, though. Not, yeah, financial calendar not on the financial different. calendar. They don't coincide to Jan 1 through December 31.
2: Right. So looking at
1: their I thought it's, it, it, it's It's March to March or something. But it's still the same quarter. Jan, February, March is one quarter. Regardless of whether they call it Q1, Q4, or Q8, you know.
0: Uh, almost yes but you're going what? the end of the be- end, the beginning of the end the end of those quarters does not coincide exactly with the months you're talking about what's called an arc calendar uh, in the financial it world and it depends like yep. your financial okay. quarter could start on December 28th because that is the first Sunday or Monday of that quarter and right. then end it is still trying to bracket January through March yes but it's right. not huh. necessarily exactly on Jan 1 to March thirty one. If they're using so a they st- calendar. That's also
1: varies by company. Okay. I get okay. not- okay. I get it. I get it. <laughs> so so they
2: probably have some more wiggle room before it gets pushed into their next quarter of profits. I
1: I, I get it. Okay. They're delayed. Yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> about that 27 seconds of some guy walking around? Yeah. Oh, well, hey. doesn't get hype, I don't know what will.
0: Jump confirmed.
1: Uh-oh. Well, oh, oh, maybe
0: confirmed. He jumps in the video. <laughs> he jumps. Yeah, there was leaked footage. We're not going to show it. No. Uh, and, uh, yeah, hey, FIFA decided, Jason, you know, we've never really liked EA anyway. <laughs> Who does? <Yeah. laughs> we talked about this on last week's show. Uh, FIFA probably not being the name of the product from EA this year. FIFA did go ahead and release a statement. I, I think it's safe to assume that EA's product will not be FIFA going forward here. bullish uh,
1: the, and optimistic about his long-term future in gaming and yeah. esports. Yep. Good for them.
0: Following a comprehensive and strategic assessment of the gaming and interactive entertainment market, uh, it is clear that this needs to be a space that is occupied by more than one party controlling all rights, which is ironic because that's what FIFA tries to do in the football world, but yeah, that's totally... Yeah, we'll the comprehensive
1: just... strategic assessment of the gaming and interactive market was they didn't want to pay us enough money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Let's slide over to Games of the Week. This is the way we end every episode of Gaming Gumbo. All three of us are going to recommend a game to you. could be a board game, video game, uh, something we're playing now, something we played a long time ago, something we've never played, but we want to check out, and we think you should check it out too. In the comments on Ready Check Radio or on YouTube, you tell us who gave the best recommendation and why. Jason, you're up first, my friend.
1: I'm going to give it to Haunted Chocolatier. I want to play it. I want to play it now. Oh, my God. And we, maybe can't don't win. Don't we can't maybe win. Maybe i not even pre-order it.
0: Nope. We lost. We did. We lost. Totally did. Go ahead, Yad.
2: Uh, I was thinking about sports games that don't go along with uh, their sports titles, and the old Nintendo All-Star Baseball came to mind, Ooh. where you can make your own teams and yeah. stuff. So Nintendo's All-Star Baseball flashback.
0: I'm going to go with the tabletop game X-Wing, Star Wars X-Wing Miniatures, getting back into it after taking a little bit of time off. We will be streaming some of that, so if you like tabletop stuff stick around. In addition to Final Fantasy TCG, we do other tabletops as well We'll be streaming that, but that's going to be my recommendation That's going to do it for this episode of Gaming Gumbo, but if you're in chat don't go anywhere because right after this show we'll be going live with the Plague Doctor himself Torchwick. What's up, sir? Uh, not much, not much. What about you? You, you, I, you, you've got a little thing on your, on your face there. A little face. celebrating Halloween a little early. No, this is just my mask to, to keep the virus away. Ah, uh, understood, understood, yeah. understood. What are we playing tonight, friend? Well, seeing as it's spooky season, appropriately, we are still playing favorite Story*. Wait a minute, that, that's not spooky. Did you finished that like
1: six weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We tried to finish it six weeks ago. We've and five weeks ago, offense.
1: and four weeks ago, and okay. three weeks ago.
0: So, to be fair, though, you think you are going to finish it today to the point <laughs> that the next game has been selected because you yeah. may not finish it at the end of your stream. You may finish early.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we're
0: um, we're actually going to be moving on to Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Uh, a a little bit of halloween yeah take a week or two with something short celebrate halloween totally makes sense so finish up vagrant story and then jump into castlevania we'll be back next thursday uh next saturday 7 p.m eastern for uh gaming gumbo thursday at 7 p.m will be the relic grind where we may or may not talk about final fantasy 16 before we play some jeopardy uh until then Yod. where can everybody find you
2: uh, Yacht Artworks on Twitter, Yacht Artworks on Facebook, and
1: right here on Gaming Gumbo. Jason. Find me on Twitter at Winter Informal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter.
0: I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at Magic
1: Man One, but more importantly, follow at
0: RC Radio RAIDEO, and we'll tweet at you every time we go live with a show or a volunteer streamer. Until next time, gang, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers.